Hey y'all, quick announcement. Because this episode is all about movement through the lens of the gospel, I wanted to let you know that I do have a few spots for virtual personal training. So if you are ready to work with a personal trainer that you can trust who will treat you with the love of God from a non-diet, intuitive, weight-neutral approach, I would love to be able to work with you. My goal as a trainer is to encourage your spirit, empower your body, and equip you for your day. A little bit about me, I have over 10 years of experience working with busy moms, corporate executives, students, church leaders, retired grandparents, and I can't wait to work with you. And you don't have to be local. I'll meet with you virtually so that you can stay in the comfort and convenience of your own home or other preferred space. And these sessions would per pair really great with our podcast guest very own fitness app it's called sd fit well in the app store and i can help you select workouts that complement your needs so let's just take out all the barriers between you and joyful movement yes you don't have to struggle to start or sustain your movement routine starting now we'd love to be able to help you out in that area um, you can sign up for the training at joyfulhealth.co slash shop and we'll train together for 30 minute sessions each week so if you want to chat to find out more you can message me on instagram or email me support at joyfulhealth.co whatever is easiest for you i would love to hear from you so what are you waiting for let's get moving and on to the episode Welcome to the Joyful Health Show. I'm your host, Casey Schuler, mom, personal trainer, and Bible study author. And I'm here to help you discover joyful health by grace. Hey, Joyful Health friends. Welcome to another episode. Um, this season we are getting free. We're really exploring what freedom practically looks like. We know that our spirit has been set free in Christ. And so what does that look like to really live that out? Um, and oftentimes it means kind of digging into the areas where we, where we feel chained or we feel burdened by. And one of those areas is oftentimes exercise. We feel like we have to, um, do exercise that burns off a certain amount of calories so that we can eat such and such food so that we can eat certain food and, or that food is off limits because we haven't exercised and friends, we want to tell you, um, just another side of that story and hopefully just bring you a little bit more of the light of Christ, um, into that area of food and exercise. So I am so excited to bring Shayla Darty to the episode. Welcome Shayla. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here and that you got the last name right. So we're good. <laughs> Shayla Darty, like party that really does help. Yes. And I think it probably reflects your personality too. So um, it reflects my pick. husband's for sure. Oh, it does. Well, there you go. It's two sides of one coin. So, <laughs> um, all right, y'all, if y'all don't know Shayla, she is a fitness nutrition coach 
She loves helping women remove decision fatigue and health and wellness through done for you programs, courses, and coaching and point women to Christ as the ultimate foundation for all health and fitness goals. Okay. So just in case you want to hear an episode that's like this, if you're like, Oh, I would love to hear an episode on this certain topic. Maybe it's not exercise related. Maybe it's food or wellness related. You can um, drop a voicemail in our, on our website, joyfulhealth.co slash podcast. And we have a little voicemail button for you there. Um, so let's explore this topic, Shayla. Tell us a little bit more just about your background, your story when it comes to um, fitness, joyful movement, and how does the Lord fit into that? Yes. So I feel like I, I have a pretty unique background, um, but my my husband is currently in full-time church ministry. He's a student pastor. And before we got married, I was also in full-time ministry at a church. And we met at Southwestern Seminary. We were both getting our master's. So that I love to tell that story because that is when 2013 is when I started my master's program. And that is when I also found, quote unquote, found fitness and health. And so during the course of my time in seminary, the Lord really began working in my heart with how my theology of him uh, affects my wellness and my fitness journey. And I didn't get it right. And that's, we're going to talk a little bit about that today, um, but how he reshapes our hearts in that. And when we got married, I knew the Lord was calling me to serve alongside him in church ministry. And we were like, what am I going to do? You know, we don't have kids yet. We're newly married. And so I ended up getting my CrossFit level one trainer and then pursued my certified personal trainer, specialized in prenatal postpartum, got all the things, all the knowledge. I love to learn. And it really led me on this journey over the last, I started my company in 2019 over the last four years to just helping women find freedom in their health and their fitness and also helping them know that whether they're just really crazy or they're a mom or they are, I mean, moms are really crazy. No matter where you are, if you're just a really crazy, busy woman, you can find joy in your health mm -hmm. and your fitness. And you can mm -hmm. also find freedom all through the lens of the gospel. And so I love what I get to do. And I am excited to share a learning opportunity I had uh, so that hopefully that can help some other women as well. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I want to point this out. You can find joy and freedom through the lens of the gospel. So what to you is, this is a bonus question. Oh, yay. <laughs> so what to you is the, is the lens of the gospel? How does the gospel see fitness? Yes. So to me, when I say through the lens of the gospel, I mean all of scripture because all of scripture leads us to Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. right? And he is the ultimate gospel story of his death and his resurrection. And just even in that of it, of itself, this, he, he died, he, you know, he rose again. He was this new person, uh, same God though, right? Same Jesus. Mm -hmm. But when we look at our health and our fitness through that lens, we are learning that we are dying to ourself and our bodies and what we want and the outcomes we have for our bodies. And we are surrendering to his plan and his purpose and this newness that we have in him. And we, we filter our choices with our health and our fitness through that lens every single day, even mm -hmm. when it's hard, but trying to filter through that lens every single day that his death gave us this body 
and it came with a price. His his mm-hmm. body, uh, our bodies came with a price. We were bought with a price. Scripture says, and reminding ourselves of that, and just viewing our health and our wellness through that. Yeah, absolutely. And I and I love that. And I think that's you know, I and probably you talk to so many Christians who want to honor God with their bodies. They want to die to their self and live to God. But it's so hard to do that. And I know I know that I was stuck in that too, of wanting to eat a certain way and move a certain way, but then feeling guilty because I couldn't do that and I couldn't achieve that. And then it was about me more than it was about God. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, and, and that gets hard and it's like, well, I, I want to do the right things for the mm-hmm. Lord so that I can steward this body well um, in gratitude. And mm-hmm. so we are, in particular, kind of talking about the, the mindset of feeling like you have to work off your food so that you can enjoy certain things. Um, and that you're using exercise as a, as a means to joy versus it being an overflow. So um, tell us about how that kind of shifted with you. Yeah. So, so that mindset, I would say, really started in me when I began my fitness journey about 10 years ago. I started in CrossFit. Like I said, that's where my husband and I met. And um, I am a researcher. If anyone's familiar with the Enneagram, I'm the five on the scale. Well, I am too. We are knitted from the same cloth. And so <laughs> you know, you know girl fives. <laughs> yes. Right. So, you know, then like you want to know all the things. Right. Mm-hmm. And so when I started this journey in CrossFit, I'm like, I got to know all the things I need to know how to eat better. At this point in my life, I had been a social runner and a, by social runner. I mean, I only did it because my friends did it and I never really enjoyed it. And I would wouldn't go on my own. And, but it was like the cool thing to do in college was all my friends were runners. And so I was like, I don't want to miss out, but moving into strength training from that and especially CrossFit, I was like, okay, I need to know how to get into this all, all let's just go all in. Right. So that all or nothing mentality started from the beginning Mm -hmm. and let me go all in, let me research it. I began, I became strictly paleo for almost the three years. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I had, you know, I enjoyed foods here and there too, like donuts. Cause I love donuts and chips and salsa, but that led me into this world of CrossFit athletes, which really led me into the, their world of IIFYM, if it fits your macros. And so for me, I didn't necessarily attribute eating donuts to being bad. Like some mm-hmm. people may attribute eating their favorite foods as a bad day or, you know, making bad choices, like putting morality on their food choices. But I would attribute going over my macros or if I ate too much of my favorite foods or, you know, that macro count for the day, I would contribute that to a failure Mm -hmm. and to a, well, I need to go work this off or I need to make sure I go run. There were days in there where I was doing both CrossFit and then also running or running before CrossFit, which also wasn't healthy. Mm. Um, And because it was just this mentality that 
if I went over my macros, my allotted macros for the day, then I needed to somehow burn off those calories. And, and mostly I would go over when it was my favorite foods, because when you're strictly paleo, you can't really eat donuts unless it's, you know, you're making your own gluten-free almond flour things. And back in 2013, they didn't have all the resources that we have now, or you can yep. make that easily, or they were crazy expensive. Exactly. And, yeah. And so there just wasn't this happy medium uh, uh, either whether I did good on my macros, be like, yes, you know, but then the days I did bad, it was like, oh man, I got to go do something. I need to go do some ab work in my, in my dorm room, in my apartment at seminary, you know, late at night before I went to bed just to burn enough calories mm -hmm. as if, you know, our fitness trackers are really that great at tracking your calories. Um, that's just a side note. You probably are familiar with that, but mm -hmm. I, I didn't, view the food choices necessarily as bad, but, and I didn't necessarily view fitness as a punishment, but mm -hmm. I did view it as a means to an end. Mm -hmm. And, and that's really when the Lord uh, had to get a hold of my heart soon after I left seminary and was working full time and, and really work on that and, and show me, Hey, Shayla, this isn't, this isn't how it's supposed to be. And you yeah. should know better, you know, by now. Right. Okay. So let's talk about that then. How yeah. is it supposed to be? How can we replace that attitude with um, fitness? Maybe isn't a punishment, um, but maybe it's a means to an end. So what's the other side of that? Yes. So I feel like that needs a little bit of a backstory to like how the Lord brought me to that moment of, mm -hmm. of learning that and figuring that out and having that attitude. And um, for me, it was, it was the summer of 2016. I, I know, remember it pretty clearly uh, about three years after I'd started my health and my fitness journey, I went through this moment in time where I was like, I'm done. It was July of 2016. I was like, I'm done with it all because I had been actively pursuing weight loss at this point for a while. I was exercising pretty hardcore four days a week, tracking my macros, running, doing all the you know, if I went over the macros, I would exercise more, you mm -hmm. know, yada, yada, yada. But I was the heaviest I had been in my life. And that includes three pregnancies. Mm -hmm. And I felt bloated, gross, and like there was just no into it all. And looking back, I see that that was the Holy Spirit's intervention and his prompting. And so I just stopped everything because I was tired. I was like, what, what is even the point of this? If I'm not reaching my goals and this isn't working for me. Mm -hmm. And so I stopped working out. I stopped counting my macros and I just was defeated. And mm -hmm. I know a lot of women feel that. And I'm sure you see that Casey, a lot in your company is just this, this feeling of failure and being mm -hmm. defeated. And I knew there had to be a better way, but I also wanted to enjoy my favorite foods without viewing them as punishment. And I remember so clearly my, my husband, my, he wasn't my husband yet, but he was my boyfriend at the time before we got engaged. He was living about 45 minutes from me in another city. And he came over, it was a Sunday evening. It was really late. And he came over and we made waffles and like Kodiak cake waffles, you know, and I, at that point wouldn't have in my mindset, I wouldn't have eaten them probably because they weren't paleo and I didn't really know how to track them but I ate them and I felt so free and I had two of them. And it was like, just in that moment, 
I was like, wow, this feels awesome. There has to be a way I can do this every single day of my life because this feels so much better than depriving myself or feeling guilty for eating these things. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to eat the bacon. I wanted to have donuts. I love donuts. You know, I wanted to live this healthy lifestyle without stressing or going over my macros or feeling like I needed to work it off. And it was in those months that the Lord really began working on my heart and releasing the stress of dieting and and moving for a end goal and really, and I say this, uh, allowed me the painful opportunity of letting go of my ideals and working out to eat. Mm -hmm. I didn't know at the time what intuitive eating was, but that's kind of where the Lord was leading me. But after those, it was about two months. After those few months, I started back at the gym and slowly he began rebuilding my health and my fitness from the inside out. And instead of having this mentality of needing to work out to eat or having this all or nothing mentality, like, oh, I'm shot for the day. I had an extra teaspoon of peanut butter, you know, like my weight's going to go up half a pound Mm -hmm. tomorrow. Instead of having this mentality, he reminded me to be faithful to what I was called to each and every day. And that Mm -hmm. my body is a gift and that it carries me to do all of these things. And it reminded me of the scripture and it's going to sound a little weird, but I'm going to explain it. But James 117, where it says every good and perfect gift is from above coming down from the father of lights who does not change like shifting shadows. And the scripture not only reminded me that my body was a gift and that what I do with it is a gift, but when something feels dark. Like that felt dark to me. Like there was no end to this macro counting. There was no end to, you know, if I went over or if I was under or, you know, needing to exercise for all of these things. I felt like that was a darkness. Mm. And, and I also in believing like I have to move this amount to burn this amount, you know, that's a form of darkness for all of us. Honestly, it's a lie from Satan and I'll go ahead and, you know, claim that here, but the father is not in that. He is the father of lights. And and it, he was there, but he was shedding light into this. Mm-hmm. And through those few months off, he was shedding light into those darkness, that dark area and those lies that I was believing about not only my body, but about what it meant to eat healthy and fuel my body well out of joy and move it, not out of a means to an end but out of a place to honor him. Mm-hmm. And that just that perspective, it's it all comes back to our mindset, honestly, in so many ways. And, you know, my perspective on why I was doing what I was doing, the attitude behind my exercise, behind my food choices had to be shifted to this biblical lens. Like we were talking about this view of why am I even doing this? What's the purpose in all of this and asking Mm -hmm. those questions, but then also realizing it was a lot of this attitude came from this basis of this outcome I was hoping to achieve. Mm -hmm. Like this was the outcome, certain amount of weight loss, certain physique, you know, X, Y, Z were the goals. And in those months, he was shifting and continuing after those months were over too, as I was rebuilding this health and fitness, he was, he was reminding me that these goals I have no control over. Mm -hmm. I cannot force myself to lose 10 pounds. I cannot force myself to have slimmer hips, you know, especially after babies, you know, I was tying my worth to these outcome-based goals. And instead the Lord's over here, like, 
hey, it's about your identity in me, mm-hmm. not in what outcome you can achieve. And so it was this mindset shift of what I was thinking was affecting what I was feeling and what I was doing and being able to trace back those negative mentalities, that negative attitude toward my body of feeling like I needed to earn the food or, you know, work off the food and use exercise as a means to do that. And instead shift that into no, like look at it through the lens of who God has called you to be Mm -hmm. and look at it through the lens of what do you have control over? And those were just the small daily actions and habits that I could do each and every day. But at the end of the day, the mindset that he had to change in me was like, stop looking at the outcome. And that, first of all, will help clear up the issue of macros and being obsessed with them and then using exercise as a form to meet that macro goal if I went over or whatever and shifting it to who are you in Christ individually, not looking to the right or to the left and stick with that. See as much as he will allow you to see who he's calling you to be, but focus in on this identity-based goal of who God's calling me to be, and then put the actions and habits in place for my body through that. And it was through that attitude that the Lord really shifted things and began allowing me to see there can be so much more in your health and your fitness than this. There doesn't have to be darkness, but there can be freedom and there can be joy in doing what I'm doing every single day and not not also having that all or nothing mentality of like, oh, I ate the teaspoon of peanut butter. My calories are shot for the day. I'm just going to go binge eat. You know, it's like, no, you can, I can actually sit there and if I have the extra teaspoon of peanut butter, not feel bad about it later and be okay and, you know, not want to go exercise or run those calories off. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. Um, And <laughs> being able to tie a lot of this into like the all or nothing mindset. I think so many of us have that yeah. and that is a good desire, but yes. it's when it's because it's not like we don't have to do the all or nothing. It's because God has given us his all. <laughs> and yeah. so that is mm-hmm. what we can receive um, mm-hmm. And to be able to live out of that identity, like you were saying, of like, oh, God has given me his all. And so I can be, and it's the being transformed by the renewing of our mind yes. because we're being conformed to the image of Christ, not, and what is the image of Christ? Does that mean a smaller body? Does that mean a, um, you know, some of those other outcome-based goals, like you were saying that we don't really have control over and, and yeah. there are things which you know, we talk about as coaches of like, there are outcome-based goals and there are behavior-based goals and mm-hmm. outcome-based goals are that we don't really want to focus on those. <laughs> we want to yeah. focus on, and as far as the outcome of our self as a Christian, God mm-hmm. has determined that. Um, and we, he is doing that work and he will complete it. He's yeah. the one who completes it, um, mm-hmm. as we abide in him. And so, yeah like you were saying, not turning to the right or to the left, but keeping our eyes on him. And what are those, what are some of those goals that are maybe taking our eyes off of him that are, Mm -hmm. that are really taking our eyes off the ball and, and, um, and then being able to like, yeah, have that scripture lens of, okay, I'm dying to myself. I'm living to Christ. What does it mean to be conformed to his image? Um, and so that really does shift 
so much of our, of our behavior. And it sounds like a lot of it started with you of just having the freedom to eat something because you realized, oh, wow, this is way better yeah. <laughs> than living yeah. a life of restriction and instead being able to experience God's abundance. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I think that's such yeah. a, a beautiful moment. Um, and then tell us too, how that's, this may have impacted your physical health. Yes. Yes. So in, in general, um, I, so that was 2016 when I started going, when the Lord started this journey with me of shifting that mindset and I have been able to, and and I, it's all because of him, but get free and stay free in my health journey. And create sustainable and consistent a a sustainable and consistent health routine where I haven't pressed pause like you were talking about that all or nothing mentality it's it's honorable that we want to be all or nothing we want to give everything to you know when we start something and we even in our health and our fitness that's why there's so many six-week challenges out there and all those things but the Lord doesn't call us to do all things he calls us to do what's right for us mm-hmm. and what the Bible calls us to do. Now we all have things that the the Bible calls us to that are all the same, like evangelism and serving and our spiritual disciplines and those things like that. But we all have our unique assignments. And in in the last seven years, I have been able to view exercise as a joy, not just something to be done for the means of an end goal. And that doesn't mean I don't have times of struggle, but it means that the longer that I'm in this journey the more tools I have in my tool belt to remain free and stay free. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, my circumstances over the past seven years have ebbed and flowed tremendously. I got married. I've had two kids at the time of this recording. I'm pregnant with my third, but to be able to look back and see that I have been consistent and kept things simple and maintained a healthy body to the best of my ability mm-hmm. brings me so much joy because I haven't obsessed over it or neglected it. I've continued to just invite Jesus into the journey each and every day and each and every changing season and leaving the stress of what cultural health and fitness can look like. And really that freedom breeds the healthiest versions Mm -hmm. of ourselves. And for me, bred the healthiest version of myself. And of course, like I said, things ebb and flow when I, you know, when I'm pregnant, I may not, when I'm immediately postpartum, I'm not as strong as I am before. You know, you have to work towards those things, but being able to get up every day and exercise and not think of it as punishment. I've had clients, I'm sure you've probably heard the same Casey before where they're like, I just hate exercise. I just, I hate it all. Like I can't do it. And like, this is the worst thing ever. I'm like, well, first of all, that's a really negative mindset to have towards your fitness. So let's work on that. Uh, but you know, if we don't have opportunities of joyful movement, like you do in your company, like where you label it joyful movement, you know, if we don't have opportunities of finding joy and little wins in our fitness, particularly, then we're always going to have that mentality, Mm -hmm. but we don't always have to have that mentality. We can, we can change that and adapt that with the Holy Spirit's guidance and help. But, um, you know, that surrender. And I think actually recently you, you had a podcast episode come out with a guest about striving versus surrendering. And I, so often women are striving for this outcome 
or, you know, X, Y, and Z. And that's where I was. I was striving for this. But when I started surrendering, it didn't make the journey necessarily easy peasy. There are still Mm -hmm. days I'm like, I get up and I'm like, I really don't want to work out today. But Mm -hmm. I remind myself that it's a privilege to move my body, especially, you know, how many like six months pregnant, you know, it's a privilege to do this and to even just get up and do a little bit brings, can bring so much joy. And that all comes from letting go of control, that surrender of the outcome and surrendering to what happens, but still putting in those, like you're saying with the all or nothing mentality, still putting in those small daily habits and actions and focusing on so on the identity that Christ has given me and my assignments that he has given me and who I feel he is calling myself and my family to be in our ministry and our church, instead of trying to white knuckle my way through to this elusive end to these goals for my body, which we both know as coaches, there's never an end for women who want Mm -hmm. to reach these specific goals. And so the, the freedom and the joy comes in one, just small things, Mm -hmm. doing small things, but also having that perspective and that mindset shift of why am I doing what I'm doing? What is the purpose behind it? And can I have a health, healthier journey by inviting Jesus into it? And the answer is yes. You know, everyone I'm sure and your audience knows that because you talk about that on your podcast, but, you know, just reminding it's a daily surrender and it's not, you know, as you were saying earlier too, as Christians, we all want to do our best and we all want to grow in sanctification and we want to do well in trials and we want to, you know, even though trials are really hard, you know, we want to try to do well in all the things and see the gospel and see Christ and his death and his resurrection in the middle of all those things. Mm -hmm. So why can't we do that in our health and our fitness too? I feel like by making health and fitness a non-negotiable in my life, it has also brought joy and freedom and changed my perspective lifelong because I'm not focusing on those outcomes. I'm focusing on who God's called me to be. And when you focus on that and run with perseverance and endurance in that, everything else just falls into place. And, you know, it's hard work to begin with, but and, and it still continues just like sanctification, you know, you're still growing and you're still learning, but, and Satan will try to get into that. And so armoring up too, like that's huge is be, making sure you're putting on the armor of God, not just for spiritual warfare in, you know, circumstances or whatever's going on externally, but internally mm-hmm. and with your body and your health, because, you know, he will come after it and he wants to, he wants you to stay captive to whatever you're captive in, in your health and your fitness journey. And he doesn't, if you're trying to break free, he gonna come for you. And so (laughs) making sure that you have that armor on is so vital to that freedom and seeing your, your health be impacted by that freedom. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. So many good points. (laughs) I'm like writing (laughs) lots of notes. Um, and then you said he doesn't call us to do all things, um, mm-hmm. but he does call us to pray in all things. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. so being able to, yeah, when, when we are hit with those moments of temptation um, and it's not like, it's not like temptation to eat a donut or temptation not to work out. 
well, it's a lot of bigger temptations. It's temptations yeah. to question the goodness of God is usually mm. what it is. Mm. Um, and so those things of like putting on the breastplate of righteousness is, uh, is like, you don't have to be made right by your workout routine. You don't have to be made right by how you eat um, anymore. You have the helmet yeah. of salvation. Nothing else can save you except for Jesus. Um, mm-hmm. So the pressure is off. The pressure is off for you to have to work out perfectly or eat perfectly or have this yeah. perfect health because it's not, a, it's not about you. And that is a good thing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's, like you said, it's, if we can see Jesus in every moment, um, then that will set us free in so many ways. And yes, it's, it's hard to, uh, to do a, a workout. Um, but so many people hate exercise because it is a word that is so deeply ingrained with pain and burn and calories and tight spandex and all yeah. of these things that are frankly are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, well, but our bodies were biologically built to enjoy movement. Like, you know, you get those mm-hmm. serotonin and endorphin releases when you do types of movement. And so being able to like have be able to be freed to mm-hmm. do that first by the Lord of like, Hey, it's okay. You don't have to do it perfectly. Like, and that frees us to be consistent because consistency is not every day. It's a rhythm. Yeah. It's like breathing yes. in and breathing out is a rhythm. Like I'm not constantly taking in air. I'm not constantly like working out. I'm inhaling and I'm exhaling. And that is yeah. a constant that is consistency. So mm-hmm. being able to, if, if you feel like, Oh, I don't have to keep up with the trends anymore. Just take a deep breath, <laughs> just yeah. exhale all of that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, being able to be freed up to be consistent is huge, but also like, mm-hmm. Hey, if you can't, like you said, it's a season things ebb and flow. God's yeah. going to take care of you. Um, he works out, <laughs> he works out mm-hmm. all things for the good of those who love him. So he's going to yeah. work this out too. Um, yeah. and I think up. so, yeah. I think so often too, even for myself, when I was in that and coming out of that, uh, you know, reminding ourselves that the little things are big wins in mm-hmm. those seasons. Like you were talking about, like w- with those rhythms that do come and go. And when we're in busier seasons of time, I, I don't, and I don't know if this is a trap Satan is leading a lot of women into, or if it's just, well, it probably is. I'm answering my own question there, but you know, culturally it's this, we're in this women empowerment movement and there's some positive to that, but on the downside, it's women have to do everything well mm-hmm. all the time, you know, and, or they're going to, you know, or they need to be, you know, self-care, all the things right there. I'm not going to go in depth, but, you know, with this culture, with women, e- equality with women and all of that, it, it brings on this mentality that we have to be doing if we're going to be doing something like health and fitness, we have to be doing it all. Mm-hmm. And if we're we're not doing it all, then maybe we shouldn't be doing anything. And you know, and that's honorable, you know, because we want to do things well. And even in light of the gospel, we want to do things well. Scripture, you know, scripture doesn't want us to be lukewarm. It wants us to be hot or, you know, wants us to be hot or cold. And so we don't want to do things lukewarm. But it's reminding ourselves that we can celebrate the little things in those seasons that we do well 
in those harder seasons, like drinking water or even just moving, going for a walk 10 minutes every day or Mm. every other day or once a week, you know, depending on what season of life you're in. And I think we, as a a lot of women and Christian women, particularly, I mean, celebration is a spiritual discipline, um, according to some people, and we've lost the art of celebrating the little things, even in our health and our fitness. Mm -hmm. And which will encourage us and bring freedom in our health and our fitness from those chains because we see, wow, I can be doing this. I can remain healthy and active even in my crazy busy season of life. And it's, you know, I can celebrate these little things I do day in, day out and know that in Christ, that is enough. And that's what he's called me to right now. And I think it, and that builds confidence, Mm -hmm. but I think it's, it's the acceptance and the surrender in those really hard seasons of this is enough right now. That is really, really hard for women and just celebrating those wins of no, like, you know, you, you're drinking your water. You're, you're getting all this movement in, you are doing an amazing job and you're also a mom and you're also working and you're also a spouse and, you know, all the things Mm -hmm. celebrate these things. And, and that's where, when we celebrate and we see this is good because the Lord is good. And I am, you know, I am doing what he's called me to do, even on a smaller scale, Mm -hmm. you know, like I'm still doing what he's called me to do. And that's a good thing. And celebrating those wins, can also help as we put the armor on, not like with the helmet of salvation, protecting our mindset, you know, and giving us the, that gospel of peace, knowing there's peace in it. Mm-hmm. And and this is how we fight the journey is through celebrating and worshiping because our fitness can be used as a form of worship, mm-hmm. you know, because we're setting aside something else to work on our body as the Lord has commanded, you know, and just celebrating those little things helps that freedom and that joy in our, in our health and our fitness journeys, which can get so lost when we get bogged down by trying to do all the things or, you know, trying to count macros and feeling overwhelmed by all the things, you know? Yeah, for sure. I like to say, don't sweat the small stuff, but enjoy the little things. And like, especially in practice too, if we were just at softball practice and my daughter, we were both, you know, making mistakes and she was getting mad at me about it. And I was like, I'm not counting my mistakes at practice. I only count wins because mm-hmm. otherwise I wouldn't show up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, I feel like that's all training is. And that's all joyful movement is like, we're just training our body and we can't, we can't count those mistakes, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, Jesus is, he, he took all of our punishment. And so it, and so it can be freed up to be a time of worship. So um, Shayla, if you can leave one, just takeaway tip for the person who is struggling with, um, with fitness or exercise being a way to, you know, that they're just really consumed by it and feel like they can't do it well enough. And then it's really tied to their eating and, and mm-hmm. want to be free from that. What is one tip that you can give them to just start implementing today? Yeah. So I think the, the biggest thing to set the stage for that would be that you have everything you need in the word of God and through the Holy spirit to lead a healthy and whole lifestyle. Mm. And with that, he can break whatever chains are holding you captive, whether they're similar to what held me captive or they're different, but you can get free and stay free and find joy 
health and fitness can be such a privilege and a joy. And we're not going to necessarily love every workout session or meal planning session, but we can stay consistent and keep it simple in the craziest busy seasons of time because we know our body's health, our health value through the Lord's eyes Mm -hmm. and seeing it through his lens and building those slow and steady habits that reshape our mindset and help us find that surrender, like we were talking about, and joy and freedom. And, you know, so through the word of God, through the Holy Spirit, he will give us everything we need and celebrate those little things, celebrate them because they really are big things. They're not in the grand scheme of your life. They're bigger than we realize. And it's a joy and it can be. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Well, thank you for that. And then tell us where, where can people find you if they want um, to work with you or if they want resources, tell us more. Yes. Yes. So I actually have my own podcast. It's called move your body differently and it is how your theology of God affects your wellness journey. And so they can find me move your body differently. You can find me on Instagram at SD Fitwell. And then my website is shaladarty.com, which I'm sure will be in the show notes because first name and last name struggle bus when it comes to spelling those. <laughs> and so uh, you can find me there and just see how I love to help women and encourage them to find the little wins and build those little health habits and really find freedom in their journey and for life, not just for temporary gains. So yeah, yes, because Lord willing, we will have many years ahead of us. So yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, okay. Well, thank you. Can you send us off with a prayer from yes. that spirit? I would love to. Thank you so much, Casey, for having me on the yes, show. I've enjoyed thank it you. so much. Me too. Yes. All right. Dear Lord, I just thank you for, first of all, for like-minded women in this health and this fitness space, Lord, uh, for whoever is listening. Um, this is such a privilege that there are so many forerunners in this space who really want women to excel and enjoy what they're doing, move with joy, eat with joy, and just see chains break from what culture has has brought at us, what Satan, the lies he's brought at us, our not enoughness, how we're feeling, the failures, all of those things in our health and our fitness journey, Lord. But there are these women, these little pockets of hope that want others to have this freedom too. And so I pray for anyone who's listening, who doesn't have that freedom, Lord, I pray that you begin working on their hearts and bringing this freedom because scripture says where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Mm -hmm. And we can find that freedom here in our health and our fitness journey and whatever chains uh, anyone has that need breaking Lord. I, I pray Holy spirit that you help break those chains and also pray that you lead them to resources that help them that are healthy and whole and Christ-centered that lead them to more wholeness and freedom in you, Lord, instead of continuing to turn to the world. And so I thank you in advance for what you're going to do, what you're doing through Casey's show and through her company, Lord. And I just pray for all of the women and maybe men who are listening and that they just find the same freedom and this find and the same joy, Lord, mm-hmm. that you can give and you readily and freely give to all of us, Lord. And I just pray for anyone else listening, even if they feel free and joyful that they are out there ready to replicate that and and share that with others that they love too, so that we can break these chains and see a generation of women who feel whole and healthy and enjoy living and aren't stuck or bogged down by culture and 
you know, eating to exercising to eat or whatever it may be, Lord. And in mm-hmm. Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Let it be. Yes. <laughs> um, thank you. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And okay, joyful health friends, until next time, may you rest in his grace and follow the joy. Hey, congrats. If you are hearing this, that means you've made it to the finish line. Give yourself a high five for me. Thank you for listening all the way through. I hope and pray this episode has blessed you so that you can more fully enjoy God, glorifying him and blessing others. If you want to talk about this episode with more Joyful Health friends, join our free Facebook community. Head to joyfulhealth.co slash podcast and get connected with us there. Before you move on with your day, would you consider taking a moment with the Lord in prayer to process what you have heard in the podcast? Ask God what he is revealing to you about himself and what you can do in response. And for all my regular listeners, thank you in advance for writing a review and sharing this podcast with someone else who is tired of the wellness rules and is ready to rest in God's grace and the Holy Spirit's power for their health. A big giant thank you to all our podcast guests and to my husband Maddox Schuler for writing and recording our podcast music. It takes a village and we are glad that you are a part of ours.